Are you tired of spinning your wheels with ineffective marketing strategies? Do you dream of finding a way to grow your business while also giving back to your community? Well, have you thought about charitable auctions? Maybe you've tried them in the past and you feel stuck because you're tired of donating to auctions that haven't gone that well. Either the winners never bothered to redeem their gift certificates or the ones who did were so price sensitive that you wished you'd never heard from them in the first place. Or maybe you've wanted to try auction marketing, but you don't know where to start and the thought of a bunch of trial and error makes you want to lay down and take a nap. Well, we've just launched our brand new course, Rework Your Marketing with Charitable Auctions. In this course, you'll gain access to a comprehensive course that has been meticulously crafted over 18 years of our own trial and error in our portrait studio in the trenches of charitable auctions. In this course, we dive deep into the world of charitable auction marketing and uncovering the secrets to our success with this. From setting clear goals to identifying the best charities for your business, we'll show you how to navigate this powerful marketing strategy with confidence. But that's not all. You're also going to receive a treasure trove of exclusive resources, including customizable templates, vendor recommendations, and tracking spreadsheets. Picture this. You donate a portrait session to a local charity auction. Not only does your donation attract the attention of your ideal clients, but it also helps support a cause that you're passionate about. And with the tools and insights provided by this course, you'll be able to turn those auction winners into lifelong clients. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, now is the time to rework your marketing strategy with charitable auctions. Visit our website today, dotherework.com forward slash auctions, and take the first step toward transforming your business and making a difference in your community. Welcome to The Rework with Allison Tyler-Jones, a podcast dedicated to inspiring portrait photographers to uniquely brand, profitably price, and confidently sell their best work. Allison has been doing just that for the last 15 years, and she's proven that it's possible to create unforgettable art and run a portrait business that supports your family and your dreams. All it takes is a little rework. Episodes will include interviews with experts from in and outside of the photo industry, mini workshops, and behind-the-scenes secrets that Allison uses in her portrait studio every single day. She will challenge your thinking and inspire your confidence to create a profitable, sustainable portrait business you love through continually refining and reworking your business. Let's do the rework. Hi, friends, and welcome back to The Rework. Today in the podcast studio, I have my nephew, Ross DeCesare. He is 17 going on 40, and he is a social media mastermind. And I've roped him in to coming in and giving us a few of his best tips for planning posts, for how to get engagement, for how to use TikTok to increase your Instagram following, all the things. So I can't wait for you to hear it. Let's do it. Today's podcast has been in the making, in the discussion phases for a really long time. My guest today is my nephew, Ross DeCesare. 
Hi, Ross. Hi, Allison. I'm so glad that you're here. I want you to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, my fabulous aunt, Allison Tyler Jones, as you know, is a portrait photographer. And I'm lucky enough to spend lots of time with her. And my mom is a residential interior designer. You've listened to her on the podcast before. I've worked with her the past three years full-time out of high school and just kind of throughout my whole life. So I've got a lot of experience through that. I currently run the social media and marketing aspect of De Cesare Design Group and also peep into Allison's studio every day and say hi and <laughs> see what they're up to. I've traveled a lot and I love to see the world and see all sorts of design and photography. Okay. And what he didn't mention is that he's 17 years old. So <laughs> he graduated high school early and has been working in his mom's business for already three years. So he's got a lot of experience under his belt. And we always tease and say that he is the oldest 17-year-old we know. He's 17 going on 40. So I'm really glad to have you here today. And what I'm hoping that you can share with our listeners is what a 17-year-old, 40-year-old <laughs> can best help our listeners with their Instagram or their social media. Ooh, yay. Okay. Got any questions? Well, I think social media is a two-edged sword, as we all know. It's yep. great. I feel like Instagram has been awesome for both my business and your mom's business, mm -hmm. but it's a lot. It takes a lot of time. It does. It is a time suck for sure. Something I always say and have to keep in the back of my head is if you're going to commit to social media, you just have to always be posting, be consistent because when you're constantly posting and constantly making content, although it may be like pulling teeth that's when Instagram sees that you're trying and other people see your stuff more often. The more you're putting out, the more they see it, the more engaged other people can come and see your feed. And that's just how you slowly grow on Instagram, at least, and social media. Well, one of the things that you did, was it maybe 2021 when you did, there was one install that you did a TikTok. So you oh, were... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So tell so about that. If you're not familiar with TikTok, TikTok blew up during COVID. That's how a lot of influencers that have following today got their following like two years ago. In March, when everyone was at home, everyone was on their phones. They downloaded this weird app, made videos, dancing to music. And I had it, have been on it. And I was sitting with a cousin and we were both scrolling on TikTok. And I was like, wait a second. I just took a super cool video of a house we installed, I should post it on TikTok. So I made an account for the Cesare Design Group, posted this video, put like a before shot and then an after shot with this cool video. It was this amazing house. And I went home, went to bed and turned my phone off. The next morning, my phone was blowing up. It had 1.5 million views in like 12, 18 hours. Oh my gosh. And like 183,000 likes, all these comments. And then I was like, this is crazy. But the thing I'm glad I did is I linked my Instagram to my TikTok profile. And mm. I went to Instagram and to Cesare Design Group's Instagram got like 3,000 followers oh, overnight. My it gosh. was like, now maybe two days was kind of a blur. But looking back, it was so long ago. But it was crazy how just that one thing just blew up. And looking back and studying, because I'll do experiments with myself, I'll post different kind of things to see how the engagement goes. And that one was a, I didn't look at any trends. I didn't look at any, what anyone else was doing. I just did it. Yeah. And it blew up. I think some people try to be too trendy. Right. 
And people sometimes get sick of that when they're hearing the same music over and over again on Instagram reels or TikTok, when they're seeing the same posts, same styling, same furniture. What I took away from that is be authentic, do what you think is best and tweak it how engagement follows it. Well, so what that video was is you'd posted just a still photo of the house like in in the framing stage, right? And then followed it with a video of walking through. It was panning through the living room and the kitchen. So it showed that space done, furnished, accessorized, moved in. Awesome. Yeah. So love that. That's a great story. So you have all kinds of tricks. If you say, call them tricks. (laughs) Yes. Well, I mean, but you have the thing I think that's interesting about the way that you're doing the Chesare Design Group's social media Uh is that you're always looking for, you do look at trends, but you're also looking at your data. You're looking at like, what's the best time of day to post? Mm -hmm. And so what time of day is the best time of day for you to post usually? Weirdly, I'm checking right now. I think it's like noon on the weekdays. I think that's just when everyone's at lunch. I know it's so weird. Yeah. It says Wednesday from noon to two is kind of the best time for me to post. Because last year it was like four o'clock. It changes. It's very weird. I don't know. It's And I notice when I do post at that time around 1230 for me, my account, that's when it gets the best reaction. And if you don't know about that, if you have a business account on Instagram, you can on your profile, click insights and scroll down to followers. And there's all this great information about your current following, where your followers are from, and demographics. The best, most valuable part is when most active times of your users, because that's when they're all scrolling and you can catch their attention. Love that. So are you using any software to post? I use a planning, like a grid planning program called Planoly, P-L-A-N-O-L-Y. You have to pay for it. It's a yearly subscription. I go in and I load all my posts, I'll batch my posts, and I go in, load up the post, type a caption, hashtags, tag architects, builders, if there's a wonderful portrait art in it from Alice Tyler Jones, got to tag Alice Tyler Jones. Absolutely. So I load it up and then you can automatically schedule it. So I, depending on how much involvement or how crazy that week is, I will schedule it out like every day or every other day. And then when it gives me a notification when it's been automatically posted and I go on and I do Instagram stories relating to the post because Instagram stories, people look at those so much and interact with those so much more than posts nowadays Yeah, that that's how you can catch their attention. Okay. So Planoly or Planoly mm-hmm. or Planoly, whatever, whatever it's called. it is, Planoly. whatever you want to call it. So you're doing that for the posts, like mm-hmm. you're posting your yes. feed. Okay. And so another, I know we've used later.com yeah, that in the past. Works just like later. Planoly is getting better in there letting you, I think they just came out where you can post video, automatically post videos. And when you know, you know, when you swipe, that's called a carousel, mm-hmm. you can automatically do those. So oh, it's getting... Good. A little bit better. More features than later. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's interesting. All right. Okay. So you're scheduling those and then having the notification come up, letting you know that it's there so that then you can put your Instagram stories. Your Instagram stories. Okay. So what are you usually doing your Instagram stories with? Like what kind of content are you putting in for your Instagram stories? Well, multiple things. Sometimes the first thing I always do is if I have a post, I share it to my story right away. Then it's on my stories. People can see on it, click on it, read more. If they like the photo, they'll swipe up and ask questions about it. Other things I put on my stories are if 
we're on install and just progress shots of the house. If we go on a job site walk, kind of just more behind the scenes stuff. Instagram is kind of changing to a video platform. Yep. And as portrait photographers, that's hard. And for our company, interior design, that's hard too, because we do so much professional photography for magazines and publishings that it's hard. We have all these great photos, but if it's video, how do we post that? Right. So I'll do, sometimes I do a post of the house and the next day I do a reel, which is like a TikTok, a video Mm -hmm. walking through the house. One great idea that I've given to Allison's girl who helps her out with social media is just do like behind the scenes of the photo, like a video reel of the behind the scenes and then the shoot as the cover post. So it shows on the feed. Okay. So say that again. You do a reel. So a, a video of the behind the scenes of the photo shoot. The yes, photo session. a video of a behind the scenes of the session and then posting the end result. So you can see behind the scenes, end result, and then you're getting that video content out there. Right. Because people are more engaged with that. Put some good music to it, put a caption on it, post it to your story. Right. Yeah. And the reason why we haven't been doing too much of that yet is that I don't like to post sneak peeks. I'm not a believer in sneak peeks. And so when we're doing that, if we're doing that, it's going to be a pretty far delay on that. But it's still, it's still going to get the message out the brand that like a photo shoot with Allison Tyler Jones is really fun. And this is the result that you get out of it. And so I like that you're doing progress, progress information as you're going through a project. And you can always... Instagram, social media, well, it's so fake sometimes. It kind of helps you in a little bit yeah. because you can delay that information. So if I'm on install and I forget to post for a week, Mm -hmm. then no one knows that we weren't actually on install last week. Or if the assistant that was out on the field and took pictures forgot to send me pictures and a week later she sends me the photos that I need, then I can just post them then. Yeah. If you're waiting till you have the image that the client sold and the client seen it and it's hanging in their house, you could post the behind the scenes later. Right. Which actually is sometimes more helpful and less stressful because you already have the content in one place. Exactly. You're not posting and then, oh, I already posted that. Now I have to post that photo. But maybe right. the client didn't buy the photo that was in the behind the scenes and right. you didn't retouch it or it didn't turn out how you wanted it to. Right. So kind of just delaying that posting in a sense does help with stress and then you can plan it out even further. Right. And you, I think you could go in and then batch that, batch mm-hmm. a bunch yep. of posts, like pull a bunch of things, yep. look at the videos and then, okay, pull the images from those sessions and exactly. then and post them later. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for a way to attract better clients, I have a free masterclass coming up very, very soon. And it's called Four Mind Shifts to Attract Better Clients. It's the behind the scenes secrets that we use to create a profitable portrait business built around your unique style and your very best clients without working around the clock or having to market like an insane person. We have three different dates for you to pick from, and I would love to see you there. In this class, you're going to learn about the major mind shift that all successful portrait photographers must make in order to drill down on what you do best, how to innovate by ignoring the competition and focusing on what you do best, how to simplify to sell more, a clear way to talk about your work that will educate your clients instead of selling them, and the most simple and effective marketing strategy that costs no money and will have your clients buzzing about you to their friends. This masterclass is absolutely free, and I would love to see you there. Just go to dotherework.com forward slash masterclass and sign up for the time and date that works best for you. 
That's dotherework.com forward slash masterclass. Don't miss it. Okay, so do you have any overall suggestions for things that people need to be aware of? Maybe like global suggestions about overall social media when it comes to business? I think the first thing is be yourself. Show what you do, what your message is, and somehow relay that to the other person. Because if you're not being what your company is or what you want to be, then when your clients come to you, they're not going to be expecting that. Don't be copying what everybody else is doing. Exactly. Like Allison is posting high-end work all the time. She's posting videos of this installed with huge frames. Her clients are seeing that. Then they want that. They're coming to her for that. So that helps you too. Post what you want to do. What you actually are doing. Or yep. what, or if maybe if you want to be doing that, mm-hmm. you know, you aren't doing it yet. Do something close to it. Yeah. 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 Show that. Mm-hmm. And then I think another thing, like I said earlier, is just if you're going to try to be really good at social media, you have to take the time. You have to be consistent. You have to constantly do things. And you may not get one and a half million views on your first video. It may take three videos. Notice when you post something, what worked, what didn't work, what were people saying? Take that feedback into consideration because your clients are on Instagram, your viewers on Instagram, social media, they know what they want to see. So if they're not seeing it, they are brutally honest on social media. So they will let you know right away. We don't like this photo. We don't like this. It's too edited or why is that frame so weird or whatever, especially on TikTok and Facebook. There's a lot more honesty on there. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you feel like that social media is doing for the Cesare Design Group? It's hard right now. There's not really like an end result that's coming because clients that are coming through social media aren't as qualified as we'd like them to be sometimes. Mm -hmm. We've had a good couple ones maybe come through that have gone through some phases, but not some big gold nugget. I think it's just building that base. We have 12.8 thousand followers right now, and Mm -hmm. it's building that base that allows a following in the future. So if Caroline, my mom, wanted to write a book, she has a following. Mm -hmm. If she started a furniture line or a fabric line, Mm -hmm. or if she, like Allison, starts an education business, her following allows, her loyal following and trusted following can go to that next new Instagram page, follow that, buy that. Right. Just gives you a platform. It's a platform. That's what you need. So constantly just keep building that platform. Some clients come through. Great. Awesome. And then you have that big platform to do an education business, sell a book, different things. Just do other projects. Well, I think one of the things that's so great about your social media feed, and for those of you who want to look at it, is DeCesare Design Group. D-E-C-E-S-A-R-E Design Group. Yeah. Been spelling that my whole life. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Since you could talk. Yep. But the thing that I think is really good about that for your clients, so you may not have clients coming like cold out of Instagram, but your clients that are coming to you from either referrals from architects or real estate agents or other referral sources, I feel like Instagram or social media is like your business card now. Mm -hmm. You know, what used to be your business card is now your, yeah, it's, and it takes the place of the website, you know, and it just gives them something to look at. And then they also can see, at least for us, the stories are the behind the scenes, like this is how the process works. So the feed is like the pretty picture and then the stories are more like, this is the process. This is how it works. Yeah. I just had two thoughts with what you were saying. Do it. Love it. One thing with Instagram 
is not only can it help with or social media giving you clients is your existing clients that you have. We're doing about 20, 25 homes projects right now. And some of our younger clients, like 30s, 40s, who are on Instagram, they love seeing their house on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We don't let the world know it's their house. Right. Because we would Privacy. not do that. Yeah. But they, oh, they are on site. Maybe they weren't on a job site walk. They couldn't make it. They were out of town. But we were on site. We posted about it. They saw it. They saw a little update through Instagram on their own house right? or their own portrait being printed. Yeah. So that's one thing that we've really liked. And Caroline and I, when we're on Instagram on our account, we'll respond to clients' posts. We'll like them. We'll respond to their stories, comment on where they're traveling. They like it. It engages. It's creating a relationship online versus just the working relationship of designing their home. It gives you another layer of that relationship. Of, more social. It's a social yeah. relationship. Yeah. It's a social relationship and it's another layer of love. Like we're commenting yeah. when their kid goes to a swim meet. We're sure. like, woo, way to go. Another train of thought I had, which I think it's slowly departing the station, is one of our clients specifically, he, I can't ever find his Instagram because I think he's a really private person, but he sends my mom, Caroline, screenshots of our stories. I love this. I need this in my house. Oh my gosh, can we do this? (laughs) And we're still designing his house. So he's like, or when we travel, he's like, oh my gosh, I loved seeing that. So just the clients are seeing that we're doing things. They're seeing our other work and how they want it. So, oh, they're using this landscape designer. Yes. Oh, let's use him because he's great. And they also, one of the best things about kind of being consistent and posting is clients see that we have other jobs. It's a friendly little reminder yes. that they're not our only client. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Which we want them to think they're, they're our only right. client sometimes, but also sometimes we are working on other people so we can't respond to you right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's Got it. Double-edged sword. Yes. I love it. I think that's really, really, really interesting. What else do you have for us today? I think that's it. Well, I no heard, other thoughts. No other thoughts. Okay. Well, Check out DeCesare Design Group on Instagram, D-E-C-E-S-A-R-E Design Group, and you will see Ross's work at its finest. Anyway, well, thank you for helping us out with that. And we will link to that in the show notes and we'll link to that software as well. And I appreciate you being here. It was awesome. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Have I told you lately how much I appreciate you being here? I know that you have so many demands on your time and so many demands on your attention. You could be watching Netflix. You could be listening to a true crime podcast, but you've spent time here at The Rework learning to make your portrait business better. And that really means a lot to me. If there's somebody that you feel like could benefit from this episode, that you could help them and help us spread the word in helping other portrait photographers build better businesses, please go to where you're listening to this episode and hit that share button and share it with them. And if you have time and can give us a review, you don't even understand how much that means to a little tiny podcast like ours to see those reviews and see how we're helping. And if you have another minute and can send me a DM and let us know what you would like to hear in the future, what you really enjoyed hearing about, maybe things that weren't that great, how we can do better. We always want to do better. And we always want to support the portrait photography industry and helping you build the best businesses ever. Thanks again so much for being here. You can find more great resources from Allison at dotherework.com and on Instagram at do.the.rework. 